Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I want to be with you night and day, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. Manchester United are off to Forest after that severe debacle. It's Friday 14th of April. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Luke Moore. It's Friday. It's bloody Friday, everybody. Come on, Jimmy. Yeah. Woo! They said we couldn't do it, but there's another one. Yeah. Always another one. Um, before we get properly stuck in, if you don't mind, Mark, because I just want to make it clear to our listeners who know of and appreciate and respect Pete Donaldson's work. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you're saying this. He came into the office today, into the studio to mm-hmm. be on the show, even though he wasn't scheduled in, <laughs> in the calendar or any of the correspondence. Yeah. And as we record this show right now, he's driving the 40 miles home again. <laughs> How long do you think it took him to get in this morning? Rush hour? <laughs> well, according to Google, I've got a live update here. Uh, <laughs> according to Google, it would have taken him one hour, 27 minutes. My goodness. But the good news for Pete, mm. if you're listening, Pete, is that your journey home should only take you about one hour, 17. There so you go. 80 mile round trip for no reason back to you Marcus check your calendars kids yeah. he really does live that brand sorry sorry people mm, but sorry have a calendar kids yeah and then check <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> I really wanted to mention that because I think people think that we build up Pete's madness uh, uh, that's actually something that genuinely happened this morning yeah and it's not people weren't surprised they yeah. weren't surprised well it, but the thing is with Pete you know he's got the rest of Friday to himself which <laughs> no, is he a, actually did say as he was mumbling out the door uh, I've got shitloads to do today <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably a... hasn't though, is he? No, he yeah. probably hasn't. He's got a little bit more yeah. time to do it. Yeah. Um, Andy, it is Friday. I know you want to talk about Manchester United though, first and foremost. But what's because... your favourite Pitbull song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's start with that. <laughs> Have you got one? It's hard to knock it down to just one, isn't it? Yeah. Talking of knocking it down, ask me every Friday. It'll, it'll still be Timber. 
No, he's yeah. going timber. Yeah, fair enough. Of course he is. He's always yelling timber, his old Andy. <laughs> always. Um, and uh, were, were, was that what Sevilla fans were, were shouting at the end of the game when Manchester United fell down? I, th- I think they were from the 84th minute onwards. I tell you what. Yes. What about that? Oh, Harry Maguire. Very, I mean, if you could pick, mm. uh, I, 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 I say this as someone with a lot of respect for what the club have achieved over the years. Mm. I've always been an admirer of Manchester United. Uh, throughout the 90s, when I supported a team that were nowhere near the Premier League, they were enjoyable to watch when you had no skin in the game. But if I was going to choose a way for them to concede a goal mm. in the last minute or an injury time of a crucial European tie, yeah. a massive ricochet off Harry Maguire's giant head... Mm would be more than you could wish to ask for, really. Yeah. You think that's never going to happen. Especially when happened. there's already been a comical own goal. Yeah. <laughs> where you think, surely this cannot be topped. Surely the heat will be taken away from Slabhead tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Was you do nothing about it. No, was that, was that, was, it's not his fault. Absolutely no, not his if, fault. It is his fault, though, because if his head was, say, your size, mm. it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, but he never chose the size of his head. True. Just through. Just as, I was, was going to say, he's not done anything to change. Do you think yet, Jesus Navas was shouting, "Aim for point. the head, <laughs> <laughs> aim for the head"? We should be I reckon, okay. I reckon as soon as that happened, Jamie Vardy was watching at home on the telly. Yeah. Just went slabhead, turned the telly <laughs> off, went to bed. I mean, he clearly, did that as a voice note. Yeah, he clearly yeah. left a laughing voice note. Didn't yeah, he? let's be honest. Yeah. Um, it was of course two-two. Uh, Manchester United. Desmond. Went, it was a Desmond two-two. Uh, uh, Sabitzer had scored two goals. Uh, and it looked very, very straightforward for old Manchester United and Anthony hit the post and, and, and so on. And then they let them back into it. And Sevilla suddenly remembered, this is our competition, we don't lose. But, I mean, Sevilla have not been having a good season in the league around, and they recently sacked um, uh, old uh, Jorge Sampaoli. No, and they picked a team that said, we are in trouble and we have a massive match at the weekend. You know, they're only five points above the relegation zone. Yeah, they're they away are. at Valencia, talking of big teams who are in the shit at the weekend. Valencia mm. are currently in the relegation they, zone. But Valencia have been in trouble since the early noughties, and really. Yeah. Not that in trouble. Okay, okay. I mean, their idea of being in trouble is being third in the league, if we, if, if we go back to when Unai Emery was coach. Oh, it's been a long... Oh, okay, right, I see what you mean. But, but I, they did I have think... a spare stadium for a bit, didn't they? Remember that? <laughs> oh, they, they still they do. They've still got the spare I stadium. Of course, of course they have. Of course they have. But looking at the... um. Looking at the match, the way it panned out, you you were starting to think like, is the Sevilla spell in the Europa League broken now? Ooh. Because Man United were so sort of dominant over them to the point where it almost felt like they had, like Man United couldn't really be bothered to score a third goal because they didn't need it. What would they take it if it came their way? But they weren't exactly turning the screw. That's why and they then came back out of match, nowhere. Like, like they, they were just too comfy yeah. by half, and it just started to get a bit slack, a bit sloppy towards the end of the first half. Even then, though, I mean the. Like, probably, you know, 19 times out of 20 mm-hmm. when Navas crosses the ball like that. It doesn't go anywhere near the goal. Full name, you please. Know. Former Man City man. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus Navas. Navas. Good to see him. Eyes. Really good to see him. In the commentary, they were saying he was, um, when he went away with Spain, he was often really homesick because he loves That's Sevilla right. that much. Mm. Or loves yeah. Seville that Well, much. I think it's his family context as well. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. Most uh, beautiful eyes in football. Lovely eyes. <sighs> well, I'll tell you. Do you, know what? I'll, do you know what I'm going to throw in there straight away? Like Rooney. Go, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Rooney's yeah. eyes. You once described them as it's diamonds Pete, being. Pete, it was Pete. Pete. Pete said this. They look like two jewels in a butcher's bin. <laughs> I thought he said a potato. <laughs> I thought he said a potato. So. Yeah. Either or, yeah. I really hope Wayne's done nothing Wayne to deserve doesn't, that. doesn't he's, hear that. He's done nothing to deserve that, Wayne. Ah, oh, no. The rat. Yeah. Wayne's not driving home from an appointment he doesn't need to be at. Is no. He? Yeah. And Wayne, Wayne, no, exactly. Wayne's got. A, now that Wayne, the trial's over. <laughs> Wayne Rooney's. <laughs> 
He also didn't need to be at that trial, really. <laughs> he didn't want to be there. Um, Wayne Rooney's got eyes like um, like a um, a White Walker in Game of Thrones. Massively. Yeah, yes, massively. That's exactly what it looked like. Um, can we also spare, it, if, I, if I may just pivot to something slightly more serious, can we spare a thought for Lissandro Martinez? Yes, we can. Because mm. that, that, that could be a big blow for them. And yes. you're talking about um, someone who I described at the start of the season as not being suited to the Premier League. That's, Said he was too I've, short. I've embarrassed you? myself there yeah. because yes. he's been fantastic. Yes. Uh, but that and that could be a big blow for for, for Ten Hag, couldn't it? It yeah. was one of those um, injuries as well where you can see on his face like he's mm-hmm. devastated. He knows it's a serious injury. I hope it's not the Achilles the because the talk yeah. is it's the Achilles. Well, it, it looks like it is because it was more I can't move rather than I'm in, in incredible pain. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he's, yeah. he's had a phenomenal yeah, we'll footballing season, trophy with Manchester United and winning the World Cup. So if it is mm, the end of right. his season, we hope it's not, of yeah. course. My goodness, what, what a time he's had. And of course, that left with Manchester United with, with, um, with just 10 men. Yeah. Um, Turns so out five substitutions were simply not enough. Not enough to, uh, to get the win. And Bruno Fernandes will be uh, suspended for the game next Thursday which is uh, another blow for Manchester United. You'd still fancy Manchester United to go through, wouldn't yeah, you, Andy? You say that. I think no Fernandes, no Rashford, having given away the lead, Sevilla are so much better at home in this competition than they are away. Okay. I, I, I think if you're United... Could have been 3-0 uh, up and uh, should have finished it off. Yeah, for Big sure. Time. At the start of that game, if you're United, you're thinking, we need a decent lead and Casemiro and Fernandes not to get booked. Mm. And th- th- like three quarters of that, they're duffed basically. Yeah. Yeah. And presumably, Andy, in this context, Sevilla will go for it now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that they've, they've got no option because of the way the crowd is there. Mm. They won't rest players in the same way, right? No, I, I, I don't think they will. And it was funny when they had a little bit of rope and made positive changes in the last 20, 25 minutes of this. They thought, right, okay, we can we can have a little bit of a go there. We're not knackering out Naziri. We're not knackering out Navas for for like 90 minutes or 70 minutes or or, or, or whatever. And um, yeah, that, that sense of occasion, I, I think, will really be there. The other thing is as well, you know, we can talk about United haven't sealed a top four place yet. And, you know, they, they could really do with this. Maybe not quite as much as Juventus, but in, in, in terms of top four. Sevilla aren't getting into Europe if they don't win this competition yeah, no, 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 next no, no. season. They, mm. they are not getting into any European competition if they don't win this. Yeah, and, and Bruno Fernandes would be particularly disappointed. I mean, would he travel with the team, do you think, if, he, if he'd suspended or would he stay at home? Well, what would you Probably stay at home, I would have Yeah, thought. okay. So, yeah. I mean, Sevilla, we know that it's a glorious sunshine pretty much all year round there. Oh, I know where well, this we're is not, going. We're... <laughs> uh, listen, Andy, if you don't know where this is going, this is on you, man. Yeah, Andy, I, I, right, don't, right. I don't really want analysis on, on whether, yeah. you know, what, how we met. I want to talk about the fact that he was caught in a long lens leaving a, tan on, a tanning salon this week in Manchester. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. Should he be getting long lens going into a tanning salon? Is this a society we want to be occupying? Yeah. He's not really been caught just no. living his life he? he's not anything wrong around. yeah, yeah. Oh, you've been caught this... doing your weekly shop yeah. eh? <laughs> is this better or worse Ooh, than uh... eating are you <laughs> Eric Ten Hag cycling past the Valentine's card or whatever he did <laughs> yeah that's crazy uh, it's because there's insatiable um, mm. the insatiable need for content from like people like the Mail Online and the Sun and all don't the name them don't okay. name our sources <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, I, I do think as an Iberian man it must be quite you know, disheartening to lose your town. To well. live in Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is Angel what... de, de Maria's No, wife? no. Nolito said, my daughter look, looks like she's been living in a cave. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's been a few players that have said this. Whereas Disrespectful. Pablo Zabaleta took to it all. He was like, what's, what's the problem? Another, em- another Sunday roast, please. You've got to embrace it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. It goes one of two ways. It's half time, Pablo. <laughs> 
<laughs> my favourite example of that never even set foot in Man- in Manchester because it was Antoine Griezmann yeah. and the way he always maintained, however strongly he was linked to Man United, which he was for years, was mm. like, I will not live in a cold place. I <laughs> yes, like, just wouldn't even entertain the idea. As that. It's as simple Love as that. it. If he was in, I, I don't know, a Hallmark or something like that, making... Buying a massive card, toys, buying a massive like chat to each other or something. Yeah. That, 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 would, that would be fine. I would like to see that. Worrying mm. behaviour is, is okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Avram Grant, fine. Bruno Fernandes, leave him alone. Avram Grant, fine, because he was wearing a tracksuit of the club that employed him at the time. <laughs> and that gives you the link you need. That's probable cause. Yeah. Right there. I've seen the wire. How, I've seen the wire. How do you know that's Avram Grant? He's got a AG, AG yeah. on his Portsmouth yeah. tracksuit. If you don't know what we mean, you may have to Google it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I wouldn't recommend that um, at all. Okay, fine. So you think um, Bruno Fernandes should be in tanning salons and not on the training ground. Okay. Um, I did think... What training I f- salon. I did, I did think a few of those Manchester United players, there was a, there was a lot of gloves being worn last night so no wonder they bloody well lost yeah good point um, oh, speaking of Keezy more on him oh, later oh, oh, no. come on um, it was announced this week that the Glazers attempt to sell Manchester United has gone into a third round of bidding there's a proper bidding war going on mm. what is, do we think is, of this is chat? there though because I, I, I what I'm getting from it is there's a third round of bidding because the second round of bidding wasn't significantly different from the first round yeah maybe uh, well the offers are in the region of £5 billion pounds, which is an extraordinary amount <laughs> Uh, and the Glazers reportedly value the club at six billion. I love so, that, but that would have been valued. But that would have been valued by you know, financial market you know, experts on people who would knowledge of the market and you, that kind of stuff. You'd hope so, yeah. Wouldn't you? That's why that's why American owners are involved in Premier League clubs more and more now because they see them as being massively undervalued. Mm. There was an NFL team, I think, at the time recording. It was announced this morning that's just about to be sold for six billion dollars. Mm. And given the NFL's got no real capacity outside of the US anywhere near yeah. the potential of a Premier League club which is a truly global is, yeah. sport right. you kind of understand that the value is, is is what it is I'm not defending the Glazers they bought it for £790 million I think when they bought it so they're obviously making a huge profit whatever happens but Jim you've got to be in your bonnet about all this stuff you always want to talk about these guys well, I do, I, it's not necessarily <laughs> yeah, a bee in my you bonnet. Want to, you want to talk about um, that? It's just I, I think it's astonishing that from the outside looking in, that they, they will go. Mate, you want to throw in another thousand million? Mm. Mm-hmm. Five, five. Um, yeah, but it's not a game sure of, about it's five a, billion. Come on, it's a game of cards. This is where... another thousand million pounds. <laughs> but this is There's the a reason they don't say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the ego, isn't it? A lot, a lot of the time, I, mean, I might just not be ego. Yeah, you know. but the thing well, is, the... even if you're doing like back of a cigarette packet due diligence. The fact is, the amount it's, it's not like you're just going to have to pay the amount you need to buy Manchester United and to continue the running costs. There's so much investment that needs to be made in the infrastructure, and it's clear that the Glazers don't want to do it. Yeah. So what sort of bargaining position have they really got? People are saying that um, they're not serious about this, and they're actually just trying to, trying to use it to kind of, I don't know, bring in, like, essentially... Like push up the value of United publicly mm. for later, and to then bring in further investment, etc., etc., etc. So, uh, you know, I'm I am far from an from an expert in in finance, but a lot of people seem to think that this is all a little bit suspicious. And it's worth remembering they take a huge, huge amount of money out of the club. Yeah. The fact that Man United still mm-hmm. generates so much money and can still spend so much on players mm. and wages is phenomenal. But then I suppose where you know the, the rub of that is. Old Trafford is falling apart. Mm. You know, it's not picked for for, for the bid for uh, for Euro two thousand and twenty eight. Like, which is really damning. You know, that's mm. re- really, really sort of is. embarrassing. It for really them. is. Well, because you think of it as like England's most iconic stadium when they weren't at Wembley, really, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I think it's if you, a huge if, part if, of English football yeah. history. Yeah. In my view, um, and people may disagree with this, but in my view, the two biggest clubs in the country are Man United and Liverpool. And for Eve, for those stadiums to not both be part of a bid to host an international tournament is a, is actually quite scandalous. Yeah. yeah. So the, the numbers seem to sort of vary wherever you look, but it, it seems that the Glazers have taken, it seems to be fairly well agreed, they've taken over a billion pounds out of United. Mm-hmm. So it's right. astonishing. It is astonishing. Mm-hmm. The good news for Manchester United is that they're not playing at Old Trafford this weekend. <laughs> um, they are playing at uh, the City Ground, Nottingham Forest, which of course hosted games during the European Championships of 1996. A storied old stadium in, of its mm. own, in its own right. <clears throat> Very it much is. so, yeah. Forest have slipped back into the relegation zone after failing to win any of, any of their last nine games. Uh, they've sacked sporting director Filippo Giraldi this week only after six months <clears throat> excuse me, in the job, which is a bit of a blow. I mean, I know him and Steve Cooper apparently had a good solid working relationship, as it was, as it was described. Um, and interestingly, the aforementioned Jorge Sampaoli has been reportedly sounded out about the prospect of taking over from Steve I mean, Cooper before the end of the season. what on earth is this? <laughs> what on earth Also got the option this? of Flamengo in Brazil, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And the Brazilian season's about to start. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of warmer climates, yeah. Well, the Brazilian season's about to start. Which you know, and he's and he does. He's from South America. He's managed all over the, the, the continent. There, he's never managed in this country. And I guess the question he's never is, managed John Joe Shelby. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that is that is a pull for anybody. The, the question <laughs> is, do you want to part with unbearable pressure from an unreasonable owner, or would you prefer to work for Maranakis? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so true. Do you reckon he does? Do you reckon he thinks to himself the John Joe Shelby factor is a concern? Yeah. He'll be my egg on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true enough. Sam Pauli's. Well, he won, I mean, to be fair to him, he won what the Copper America with Chile. He yeah, he probably did. Yeah, yeah he would have done. So they won a, they won a few around that time, so I think. But, it probably but was... Sevilla's fans were close to like walking him out themselves. Okay, you know, they were so desperate to. No, I mean, that's not. To, to that get doesn't sum up his career, though. I no, but it, it, it sums up job. him now, which is what's relevant. Um, early on, yeah. I did say to Andy before we started recording today, I'm going to come after him a bit today. Go on. Uh, earlier on, Andy did say that. Ja- ja- How do you say his name? Jorge. 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 Some Pauli has got the George. Energy. Just call him George. George has got the energy of a dad on a stag. Do you said? Yes. Yes. I think. The, the, the saddest thing when you look at the the, the Maranakis clique this week is the fact that James Rodriguez has left Olympiacos. Oh my goodness! But it's been yeah. outside of a transfer window. I would have loved to see him at Forest for the back end of the oh. season. I think. Yeah. Imagine. I, I, I mean, I, I know the last thing they need to do is sign new players. Yeah, but it's only but admin still. stopping Maranakis getting him. Yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Roll your sleeves up, boys. Yeah, we need to get a you know. What yeah. a fall from grace that's been. Yeah. Isn't it? Mm. It's Deli Ali esque. Top goal scorer at the World Cup, and now yeah. look at it. Real Madrid so, in between. Is it really a fall, though? It's been a steady maybe decline, not. is it? Maybe not? not. Yeah, maybe not. Um, a stumble. Can I just mention yeah. Sagan Forest? I, I just want to say that um, I know that these, these vultures are going to start circling when you get into a, a run of results that Forest have been in. Um, but I think also that realistically, it's, it's not that often that a promoted side into the Premier League, particularly how competitive it is at the moment. Doesn't have a run like this. Like you're gonna probably, if you're a promoted club, you're gonna have to keep your nerve and suffer through a run where you're not gonna win yeah. for a while at some point in the season. Now I understand that this is getting towards the business end and it's nerve wracking for for them because they want to stay in the Premier League. Of course they do, and they've got huge potential as a club for all the obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as as I'm saying this point, they're in the relegation zone, so I get all that. But you know they are capable of pulling out good results, particularly at home. They've got a lot of good players, uh, and they've also got a lot of players out injured at the moment or unavailable. So, you know, uh, given that Steve Cooper's achieved what he's achieved, and you know he's been amazing as a as a manager throughout his career so far, I'd be really sad if um 
if they parted with him between now and the end of the season. I agree I, with I you. I think it would be a really, really big gamble to do so. It would really, I, I, affect, I it would really affect the atmosphere of the club because those fans love him mm. so And rightly so. He's, he's, got, he's got absolute celebrity status there, more mm, so totally. than any of the players. And, and I think that they, you know, we've seen them sort of ebb and flow within their own context this season. They're in a downward spiral at the moment. I, I understand that. But again, you look around, it's not like they're, they're um, you know, six points adrift. Yeah, they're agree. adrift on I goal agree. difference. And I know goal difference is important at this time. You can't season. be adrift on goal difference. Indeed, you can't. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. You're always in touching distance. Exactly. And uh, and, I, and, I, and I completely agree. I just think that they're, they've seen the other clubs blink, haven't they? It's yeah, exactly. twist. It's and become infectious. Indeed yeah. it does. Indeed it does. So, yes. But, I mean, you know, Manchester United on the road, uh, you know, away to Forest. You know, they have a tough run in, though, um, Forest, I would say. You know, Manchester United, of course, away to Liverpool, home to Brighton, away to Brentford. You know, it's not that. They've also got Arsenal um, before the end of the season. So, that is tricky. Um, so, um, there we are. Um, chap, speaking of, uh, as we have done, Manchester United and, and the Europa League, of course, another side still left in the, the Europa League is Roma. Um, and they won the Conference League final last season, which was, of course, uh, which was, was, was a big thing for, for Mourinho and, and those uh, Roma Massive fans. trophy. Massive trophy. Massive trophy. You got a tattoo, didn't he, of it? And or, rightly or... so. Yeah, 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 exactly. Should have a tattoo of it on his face. That's how big it is. <laughs> well, it, the, the first person to win all three of the current com European competitions. He yeah. will always be the first person to win the Europa Conference League, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Can't take that away from him. You can never take that away from him. No. And of course, they beat Feyenoord in the final that time. Well, they lost 1-0 to Feyenoord in the repeat of um, that conference. Last night, he took it well, night. didn't he? We took it very well. Um, <laughs> he doesn't believe in revenge, of course, no. Jose Mourinho. Um, no. Before the game, because they were they were mentioning this, of course, and the game was in um, in uh, the Netherlands. Rotterdam, yeah. Uh, and uh, he said before the game, it seems that everyone here is still obsessed with last year's final. But you know what? You can't win a game you've lost. <laughs> Even if Feyenoord were to win 10-0 tonight, they would not win last year's game. It's over. <laughs> it's over. It's such a lovely yeah. little thing. Did in he get a, the, roll the sleeve up? As he was doing it, roll the sleeve up. Tattoo, pointing at it. <laughs> It's a great stuff. I absolutely love it. It makes it funnier that um, that final beat them. No, but it's, it yeah. was it was the manner as well. Mm. So basically, they miss final had all the luck they didn't have in last year's final. So they scored a spawny winning goal. By which point, Roma had missed a penalty, <laughs> and Abraham Dybala and Pellegrini had all gone off injured. Uh, yeah. Would you, would you fancy a two-nil Roma in the in the second leg? Absolutely, full Olympico. Yeah, yeah. Union Saint Gilles, wild big story. I'll tell you something. Yeah. If if Mourinho can could you know Conference League, Europa League, if he can work his way up, I'll tell you Champions what. next season. Well, Andy, imagine Porto if he did vibes. that conference win it all in the row, and then get to the end and that, win the Champions that, League. It'd be like he's playing like some kind of platform game. That would be yeah. astonishingly good. Yeah, but Bowser I at the end. I'm not even sure they're going to win the Europa, so they definitely won't. Win the I don't think they will either. No, but we're all agreed there. All right, let's have a quick break. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. I had two get one free and I picked up a little Argentinian and I ended up having to take a couple of free transfers. It was one of Daniel's specials. We were trying to get a couple of players in at the top of my shopping list, but they were both free transfers. I mean, when you've made your name as a wheeler and dealer, there's not no, been much no, wheeling no, and no, dealing, no, you know? Fuck off. Oh, oh, no, it didn't mean it like that. It didn't mean it like that. No, I've not got a name as a fucking dealer. Don't, even, don't say that. I'm a fucking football manager. <laughs> well, back to the football ramble, everybody. <laughs> uh, Harry Redknapp's former side, West Ham United. Host Arsenal on Sunday. Another four thirty kickoff on Sunday. Jim Campbell. Mm-hmm. West Ham drew one one uh, with Ghent last night in Belgium. Not a bad result. Not a bad result considering that they're not scoring and winning many games. Um, a, bit, a, bit mad, a bit mad at the <laughs> end of the you game. Said that, like, they're crap. So <laughs> for them, not a bad result. Yeah. That's basically what you mean, isn't it? What I should have said was, I mean, if I was the reporter interviewing Moyes at, at the end of the game, I'd look at him and go, "Hey, you didn't lose. Mm, are you coming home?" <laughs> You can him back. The Danny Ings goal in this was magnificent. Not because it was a particularly stunning goal, but did you see what happened? So um, Genk sort of, uh, Genk cleared the danger mm. and it went out for a throw and the two centre-backs were like low-fiving yep. each other to say, great work, uh, whilst Lanzini got on with it, put the ball yeah. in and Ings is just there on his own to tap yeah. it in. But right yeah. at the end of the game, there was some funny business. Uh, VAR needed to, have a, needed to have a good old look at VAR and so on. It was a great tackle by the defender and he was rightly not sent off. Gent's goal was excellent as well. It was can it, can it even be a good game if there's not been a good old, as you would say, Marcus, a good old look at VAR? <laughs> Let's have a good old let's get, the way you say it. Let's get round the fire. Come on, come on. Let's have a little sit down. Yeah. Blanket over our knees. See if and I have a good old look at VAR. See if I if I was a referee in the in the, in the mould of sort of old Mikey Dean, what I would do is if the managers were 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 mouthing off at me, I'd say, "Come on, gather round, gather round. See, look, 
There's the handball. <laughs> hey, we can all see it, can't we? The irony, right? the irony you're still, still going to have a go at me now. Look, it's right there, you stupid dickhead. The, the irony being that Mike D, I think, is about to be relieved of his duties through performance issues. Well, on VAR. you understand yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the point but, I'm but making. But this is a really, a really uh, interesting game. A good friend of mine is an Arsenal fan, and he was saying that... Is um, it Jim? And, well, it, oh, you did yeah. say a good friend, I suppose. No, it could, I could have applied to Jim, but Jim did not say this, so okay. I can't attribute it to him. Uh-huh. Um, I think we're about 10 seconds about from Jim getting annoyed for about what I'm about to say. Um, my friend who's an Arsenal fan is quite nervous about this game. He says, this is exactly the kind of game that Arsenal will fucking lose. And he's still in that mind. Arsenal well, fans have been saying that all season. Yeah, it does feel like it... it it's very difficult to shake the feeling yeah. that, that a slip-up is coming. And partially, in, a, in quite a new context, actually, mm-hmm. because it's keeping this... This standard is new. Yeah. You know, that like this this sort of... Um, these runs that Arsenal have been very good at putting together and, and keeping pace with City um, is is not what anyone was expecting. You know, everyone was ex- really expecting a battle for the Champions League, yeah. hoping for improvement from last season, which we've obviously seen, but not, not to this degree. So there is a sense that... Um, at some point, kind of normal business will resume. And to, to be honest, I mean, it, it it would be normal for most teams to to drop a point here and there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, the standard City have kind of forced everyone to chase yeah. are really, really high now. Also, West Ham are going to be very, very motivated at home. They love kind of, um, they love bruising the nose of someone doing well, don't they? The fans really get behind that in the stadium, especially if it's another London you team. you saying they're petty? I'm not saying they're petty. No, I've just said there's a bit of extra spice, yeah, uh, a bit of seasoning um, <laughs> well. uh, when when, when it's a derby, isn't it? So it's it's a difficult one. It's it's good for Arsenal that they've played in midweek. They've got to pick themselves up after Anfield, which is a, a confusing result to process. Mm-hmm. What what, uh, I, what I would say is just that, um, yeah, and you guys mentioned it on Monday show, I think, or you at least alluded to it, is that with this Arsenal team. You, you feel like even it's one of those teams because they've, they've been so impressive and so exciting to watch even as someone who's not an Arsenal fan you feel like you know who the first eleven's going to be yeah because there's it, it, such a rhythm yeah. and the big losses I don't want to disrespectful to say it in this way but maybe I should choose my words more carefully but a big change is the fact that Rob Holding's come in and the drop off is big yeah and I think against someone like Antonio will probably start for West Ham. I know he's more than likely not going to score, but he will bully people all but day I, long. I don't know. Saliba I feel could that's... play. There's, right. They're very, okay. very cagey on when people return to fitness. So oh, suddenly, these listeners, these listeners, very doubtful. I think also, to... also, I would, I would, I would say the way that Ben White is used is quite an advantage for Arsenal here because he makes those sort of wide runs coming inside Antonio. And I think that's a good spot for Ben White to pick him up. Also, I would say having been to West Ham's last home game. I think it would be an advantage for West Ham if they were playing this at the Emirates. Actually. I, I totally agree. Because if they start badly, yep. it don't matter if it's yep. Arsenal, mm. one of the best teams in the league, the crowd are on them mm. straight away. And that's what they'll say. It don't matter, Andy. The only, that's what they'll be that's saying. That's exactly what Arteta will say. <laughs> the, only, the, only, the only sort of downside to the Ben White thing is that he's almost certainly not seen Mikel Antonio play before. So <laughs> it'd take a while to get he's used to it. probably played against him. But I, look, <laughs> I, I think, Jim and Luke, you're very generous to West Ham there. Arsenal should win this 3-0. Okay. Like it did. Like it's as simple as I'm that. With that. I'm but with they, that. They, they really should. I mean, you know, last weekend I watched a very, very, you know, boring game with West Ham Fulham, and Fulham had no cutting edge, uh, and should never have lost that game. I mean, they, they, you weren't impressed by West Ham, even though they won. No, I thought that they did what they did. To have, they they are where they are. So, so credit to them, and they defended well. But I mean, they they they. 
job was made a lot easier by Fulham just just knocking aimless crosses into the box and obviously Mitrovic isn't there. Mm. Arsenal are a completely different beast to Fulham, of course. Yeah, let's trust Arsenal a bit more. Well, I, agree I, with that. I, I, yeah. I do. I think Arsenal. Jim, let's trust them. Oh, I trust. Are you them. on board? I am very on board. I understand yeah. why Jim's I am obviously in the process. Trust <laughs> in the hell out. Of but it. I mean, yeah. uh, but in in terms of say Mikel Antonio, I mean Tosin Adarabayo had it, had him in his pocket. You know, he yeah. was he played really really well. Arsenal have got better defenders. Yeah, I think Tosin's a really also, good. Rob Holding isn't a bad footballer. No, I think I think I think Tosin's a very good defender him in some context. But I, honestly, I'd be I'd be amazed if West Ham got anything out out, out of this game. Even though David Moyes knows Mikel Arteta very well, of course, mm. uh, a, a former player of his. It's yeah. funny that, isn't it? You always think of. Don't worry, lads. I know him. <laughs> you, you, you always think of Arteta as the Pep disciple. We only dis- define him in terms of that, don't you? Yeah. He's, he's the ferry man's disciple. He's played under some of the greatest footballing minds of our generation. Is he the conductor yeah. on the ferry man's boat? Is that what you're saying? I'd love a bit of that. Arteta collecting the the, the little um, the pennies. And 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 David Moyes at the back with the hood up doing the yeah what do you call it the, the stick uh, yeah the he's like a gondola or yeah the or yeah. <laughs> I don't or. like the sound of this because it would mean Arsenal getting relegated eventually <laughs> yeah, yeah that is true, true enough well, but well since um, that uh, draw Arsenal's draw with Liverpool was the first time rather that they dropped points since their loss to Manchester City in February. Um, so I think it's be, a phenomenal I, it is and I think they'll be back on the wagon uh, of course not that they really sort of fell off in a draw at Anfield's n- not a terrible result this is it it's, it's, this season's context is mm. so strange and City are really powering into form in a quite terrifying way that it, do, it does feel like a bad result yeah. they've not won there since like that Michael Thomas goal <laughs> <laughs> well both Manchester City and Arsenal have had identical results in their last eight games seven wins uh, and a draw. So, um, so there we are. That's Manchester stand you there. Jim's right to point it out. It, They've it, raised it, the bar. Indeed, Manchester City are hosting Leicester City uh, on Saturday evening. You would expect <laughs> them to add another victory to a their straightforward tally. assignment. I would call it a straightforward assignment. Very straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so annoying that this has come between the buying games. Yeah. yeah. You wanted more of a challenge, didn't you, Jim? Yeah. And what I want is one but last Leicester... job from Jamie Vardy. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That'd come and spoil a party, that'd please. Be great. Yeah, that will be his remit. I mean, this is the kind of uh, thing where. Pundits will say, yeah, but Leicester City are fighting for their lives. Yeah, that's because they're rubbish. They've been <laughs> playing rubbish. Yeah, but but, but Jamie Vardy <laughs> and John Terry have finally met. One of the things that I kind of remember from maybe the last knockings of Rogers' tenure at Leicester is he was asked what I thought to be quite lazy questions about why Jamie Vardy wasn't starting games. Yeah. And Rogers was dishing out some kind of platitudinal stuff saying... Mm. Well, you know, he's you know, he's an important part of the squad. It's a really tough decision. And obviously Vardy is the age he is now. But I suspect that Dean Smith will start with Vardy against Man City. And, and we may see something interesting about that. I, yeah. But probably well, not. Well, I know there have been some Leicester fans. I don't know how many, what the percentages would be. But some say, you know, Vardy at that level is, is kind of finished, you know. Um, I think we, you're all mugs. Yeah, indeed. I'll change yeah. my mind, Leicester don't win this comfortably. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, he's I think, a player that you can't really write off, though, right? No, I agree. I mean, when he's forty, you know, he could still do a job for a Premier League side, you know, in some capacity. Scored against Wolves in the league this season, I think, and then really? howled at the fans. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think, I think with Vardy, I, you know, he isn't that player anymore. He is a bit older. Yeah, and you're right to laugh. It's great. It is great, and I yeah. want him to to st- I want him to score in this game. I really yeah. want him to play a part in a Leicester City. Uh, re- re- result but 
I, I, I suspect Dean Smith may start him as well. It'll be 7 1 to Man City. There you go. <laughs> and Fardy might open the score. Fardy gets a consolation at 2 0 down yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So I'm not sure if he's the answer, but I sincerely hope that he is. I mean, if they, they're going to have to play on the break, let's be honest. And Vardy yes. certainly used to like that when he was, when he was a little bit yeah. younger. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Manchester City do. Will they rest players? Because, uh, of course, this is in between um, uh, you know, Champions League ties, uh, of course. So will we see uh, Harden playing? Will we see Jack Grealish playing? Mm. Uh, it will be interesting uh, to see that. No, Gallagher was full of play, praise of uh, Jack Grealish, wasn't he, on TalkSport during the week? I'm, I'm a big admirer of Noel Gallagher and his contribution to British culture, but I don't know why he's continually mm. asked about football all the time. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because this happens, right? TalkSport get their name out there. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I'd rather him quotes. be asked about football than Piers Morgan. Yet Piers Morgan's <laughs> or Jamie Hara. Yeah, the difference. Is, <laughs> but no one is asking Piers Morgan about football. That's the he difference. Phoned, <laughs> he's phoned it up, maybe. He, he manages to sweet talk the ball, the, the, the yeah. switchboard, and he gets through. Yeah. I think that's probably what happens. Yeah. Not only was Noel Gallagher talking about Jack Grealish and, and singing his praises, Joe Cole was as well and said Grealish should have a hundred England caps by now. Uh, does anyone know? Has anyone processed quite how odd this is as a statement? Yeah. Uh, I, I I counted back a hundred England games, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and for Jack to have played a hundred times for England by now, yeah. he would have had to have made his debut in England's friendly against the Netherlands in February 2012. Yeah. <laughs> And then played every game since. Now, in February, February 2012, Jack, Jack Grish was 16. Yeah. And yeah, played yeah. For, for Aston Villa's Academy Group, right? Which admittedly he, became, won. he signed professional papers around that time. Yeah, which admittedly he? they did win a trophy or two at age group level. Mm. But this is 18 months before he even went on loan to Notts County. Yeah. yeah. So this and, is and, when he's being pictured flat out on his back in Tenerife. Right? Oh, way before that. Well, oh, no, no, wow. Yeah. Even longer ago. Well, than I mean, that. he was 16. Yeah. And I know that England didn't have like a permanent manager exactly at that point, but it would have mm. been quite a rogue move for, I think it was Stuart Pearce to go. Well, I'm picking Jack Grealish. Especially as he was playing for Republic of Ireland under 17 <laughs> at the time. So, 100 in caps. I mean, look, if Joe... Joe, Joe Cole's lovely, but that is a strange thing to say. I don't think enough's been made of it. No, I would, think... Would, would 100 Republic of Ireland caps be more realistic? Well, no, because you're still going back, aren't you? <laughs> you can't miss a game. In, in, and there would be less games, presumably, because they're not no, been not, in the Not tournament. if Grealish is in the team. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Andy. I think yeah. they'd, have won, they'd have won the lot. I think you are aligning yourself with the wrong person here. I mean, the... the Experience has 31 England caps. If he'd have said he should have 50 caps, that you could maybe. argue maybe would be strange. England, England had a very difficult experience against Italy in Euro 2012. We can agree with that. Yeah. What would have made it more bizarre <laughs> is if uh, at that point an Irish 16 year old uh, came off the bench. <laughs> Here we go. And I don't think I just don't think Joe Cole's thought it through. Is Phil Walcott sitting there going, he's not even. <laughs> you know, he played. Uh, yeah, dear. There we go. Yes. Um, my goodness. Um, speaking of the Gallagher brothers, as I wasn't, um, apparently they're going to watch uh, Manchester City play together. Yeah. Soon enough, as Big they news. as they look to start patching up their relationship. Nice non-tense situation for them to uh, yeah. get together in. I mean, that would yeah. be an extra achievement for City, will it? If the, Vardy... People are starting to talk about a treble now. If they can win a treble and reunite Oasis. That would be quite I sad. think all of Manchester would be... Well, not all of Manchester. The blue part of Manchester would be delighted. They would, but I think if Jamie Vardy gets wind of this, he's going to do like a Liam Gallagher swaggery celebration. Yeah. That would be good. Be um, did you pointing read, up at them. Did you read this actual story? Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's always a source, isn't mm, it? Mm. A source said... Um, a lot, the source for this article that was in The Sun, let's be honest, yeah. um, talking about a potential Gallagher Brothers reunion, started off by talking some some quite kind of credible stuff and got so carried away, mm. they ended up saying, and I quote, 
the brothers are floating the idea of going to a Man City game or going for a low-key walk in the park together. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah, but, but, two very closely aligned activities. Yeah. What it would be nice if they were... I went, I went to the game on Tuesday night and they run out for the second half to um, and they have done for a while to bring it on down off definitely maybe oh, yeah. great choice got, yeah mm. and it's got that really sort of rousing sort of rolling drum bit at, yeah. the, at the beginning uh-huh. but before the riff comes in they cut it stone dead uh, now Noel and Liam need to sort that out yeah. first before oh, they get on. to any concerts or and anything the other, like the other that. week as I said when um, Man City won against I forget who it was now but it was on Sky they won in the league and as soon as the final whistle sounded uh, they started belting out um, everywhere by Fleetwood Mac and it was great Yeah, it was great mm. but maybe they need to have a t- talk about that as well because yeah, it should be just be Oasis as to Markers it should just be Oasis songs being played oh, come on you can't deny the Mac I, can't, I, I, I would never I, dream I, of denying I, the Mac Andy he's, he's putting words in my mouth again <laughs> Okay, um, but let me put some words in your mouth um, because uh, at the match, Manchester City versus Bayern is going to be um, out tomorrow morning, and of course, uh, you were there. Yeah, and um, we, we took it all in. I had a chat with uh, Miguel Delaney about it afterwards as well, which was fascinating. Lovely old job. Staying with um, unnecessary Manchester City things, a tabloid paper recently ran the headline, Erling Haaland could double salary through OnlyFans. Yeah. It claims a study um, that shows 10 of the most marketable Premier League hunks uh, could make... <laughs> A fair old chunk of change uh, if they went on OnlyFans. Um, he was second in the list behind... Mo Salah. Mo Salah. Do you know what OnlyFans is? Yes. Okay, fine. I just wanted to check. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm subscribed I... to yours. <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention that because um, on this news story, I um, I found from this news story the calculator they used right. to work out how much money mm. Harland could potentially make. And it's done with, I think... Um, perceived attractiveness of this profile picture on social media okay. and the amount of followers yep. to be used to do some kind of calculation to how much money you could get a month. Mm. Uh, you'll be pleased to know I ran all you three through it. Like it, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And th- I went from the basis that you'd all charge $5 a month, yep. uh, which I think is fair. Yeah. Um, you and- got have some self-respect. Yeah. I'd probably go for <laughs> a local currency, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> About £4.50 a month. Uh, um, and Andy came out on top. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Andy, apparently you could generate up to $6,600 per month. Per month? On, on OnlyFans. Really? Yeah. Bloody Nora, Andy. Yeah, I guess it depends what you're prepared to do. Yeah. Uh, second <laughs> second was um, was Marcus with $2,592. That is quite a... Disappointing. Very disappointing. And uh, Jim, you were only in touch behind $2,270 so a month. So we're similar. Still disappointing. If Jim yeah. and I do one together, goodness knows what we'd have to do. Uh, <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> About five grand a month. Yeah. Well, we'd have to All I'm saying is think about it. So. Yeah. yeah, I've got the name of the um, the, the contact OnlyFans if you want to take it further. Well, I might um, do. Oh yeah, I'll pass yeah. on the details. I'm, no I'm, problem. I'm warmer on that idea than I expected to be <laughs> at the start of this. Andy's <laughs> absolutely clear enough. Absolutely. Yeah. Cleaning up. Yeah, but Andy, he won't do Which it. Which he'll have to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the way they've calculated it as well is clearly they've extrapolated it from, from the players with the highest social media following, which means Harry Kane is in there. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine, imagine the content? Charlie, clean up. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make himself busy, isn't he? Really make himself useful. <laughs> no, uh, it's Harry... not a voice that lends itself to OnlyFans. No, but Harry Kane could get could apparently generate um, something like five hundred thousand um, dollars. easy, a quarter or something like that. But if Charlie Kane did the deal, mm. he could actually earn yeah. up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Can he and stop he, if he wants? No, he'd be tied no, in for yeah, till he was sixty-five years old. <laughs> yeah. Even well, OnlyFans are going. We want this out. Fast forward forty this. years, it's just Harry Kane on OnlyFans watching episodes of Only Fools North. <laughs> People going, "What am I paying for?" 
<laughs> all he'd need, really, Jim, is his James L. Jones, wouldn't he? You know, do you think the Darth Vader thing? Gets one of the voice for him. Someone to do a different voice. That's very true. Who do you think would voice Harry Kane on OnlyFans? Oh, that's not a question yeah, you can indeed. answer. Don't put us on yeah. the spot like yeah. that for crying out loud. Liam Gallagher. No, no, no <laughs> chance. Um, Ray Winston, I don't know. <laughs> but that would. What a fever dream that would be. <laughs> Liam Gallagher voicing Harry Kane in a gangbang and you're playing for it. <laughs> <laughs> Started so well. Yeah, oh, it did. Marcus would buy it. I... <laughs> If it was definitely Gallagher's voice, I would have a go. Um, Well, anyway, yes, I believe somehow we were talking about Manchester City versus Leicester City. And it is Dean Smith's first game in charge of of Leicester. Apparently training this week at the Leicester camp has been described as chaotic and frantic as they prepare for playing against Manchester City. He's panicking. I think think basically what he's done is... We've got to train! Yeah, you've got to train! So you've got you've all got to work as a team. I think it's. Because... I think Harlan comes through the trees. <laughs> yeah, like the fucking T Rex in Jurassic Park. Whistle's going to go and they'll just run away. Yeah. <laughs> just stamps on one of them. <laughs> like, a tiny, like a tiny little Jack Grealish is running around yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Big Ed Hunt lifts his yeah. foot up. And Ed, 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 Edison's a velociraptor, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Fucking a... Jamie yeah. Vardy stuck Jack to the Grealish is, is not a clever girl. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's because obviously. He's knackered for all those England games. It would be. Uh, I think. <laughs> and I think, the Island games. I think the training style was because. Uh, Manchester City don't give you much time on the ball. They press you and so on. And so yeah. he's thinking, right, we've got to get our first touch in. And uh, Oh, I know. think they'll be great at that, yeah. Oh, dear. It'd be, be an interesting, um, interesting game, wouldn't it? Look, it's now time to move on to um, Betfair's popular bet builder. Select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders using Betfair's handy app, and you can add them to your bet slip in just one tap. Every Friday on the preview show, we build our own ramble popular bet builder, and this week it's a bet five Get five special. That means if you bet five pound on this weekend's fixture, you'll be rewarded with a free five pound bet from Betfair. This week's bet five, get five fixture is Nottingham Forest versus Manchester United on Sunday. The aforementioned Jim, uh, it's over to you to start first. Yep. So I think it's going to be a pretty straightforward Man United victory, to be honest, because mm. um, of the doldrums Forest find themselves in. It's not an ideal fixture if they're going to get the points they need. I don't think they're going to come here. You can't. You can't sort of convince yourself that Forrest might better take advantage of May United playing last night. Um, I think United will have enough. Fair enough. Um, so that's Manchester United to win. Andy, uh, what's your pick, please? I think with United being a bit sleepy from that, I think we're going to get goals at both ends. First half over one point five goals for me. Very nice, um, Marcus. Little glint in your eye. What have you got? I think John Joe Shelby. Here we go. <laughs> John Joe, what's John Joe going to do? I think he could get one of those goals. <laughs> He's, we're, we're long. Uh, we're, we're we're overdue a long ranger from from the great man. Or Quite a few years overdue. From what I can remember. <laughs> it's like Yellowstone volcano. Come on. Or he could be shown a card yeah. at any time. He's going to be involved. He's going to be involved. Yeah. We okay. know he's. He, we know he's. Uh, he, he likes both. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Good. I knew you'd go for something to do with um, something to do with John. I've gone for Valt Veghorst to score any time. Mm. I think he's due a goal. I think his performances overall have been pretty good. I think he could get one against Forest. So in summary, Manchester United to win first half over 1.5 goals. John Joe Shelby to be to score or be shown a card, and Valt Veghorst to score any time. A five pound bet with Betfair on that popular bet builder returns 103 pound and 49 pence. And if we win. All that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, we'll be back with another round of Betfair's Popular Bet Builder on Monday ahead of the Champions League. Uh, exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. T's and C's apply. 
18 plus only. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. Okay, after last week's controversy, it's now time for this. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. Good old Jack. Um... Simple game of categories. I'll give you all a category and you have to give me an answer that fits into that category. If you're going too slow, I'll play Gary Neville's orgasm, which will leave you seven seconds to answer. Now, last week was very controversial. Marcus is lineal champion on paper. Um, a lot of people were up in arms about his victory because Jim lost a round because we ran out of answers. A lot of people. For Pre- Let me finish. For Premier League manager sacked this season. Uh, listeners have been in touch in their droves. Mm. I would like to add that would never have happened on my watch. Mm. There's a Donaldson factor here. Probably yeah. home by now, maybe. Uh, Probably still on his way. I think they're all. Um, mo- I think they're all. Mo- I, I, I heard 48.1 percent of people were up. <laughs> James Stewart said Marcus had the chance to show good sportsmanship there. I'm disappointed in him. Sorry, <laughs> surely would have said <laughs> Marcus had the chance to go good, show good sportsmanship there. I'm quite disappointed in him. <laughs> Best I could do. That's one for the teenagers. That yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, official game archivist, All right. Jimmy to the B. Yep. Hopefully someone you do respect and of will listen I to. I respect Jim to, Jimmy to the B. He says, it's never happened before in the game. No. I would personally say next time it should be a point each. That's, I mean, that's fine. Reasonable. Yeah. He's yeah. saying, okay, he's, we've he's, learned from that. Marcus has got away it. with it now. He's cool with whatever happens yeah. in the yeah. future. Look, as as you, know, look, the, the, Jim, you know, Jim can't win a game he's already lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy to the B, Marcus is being reasonable there and you do deserve respect as our official game archivist. But what he said about you before the show was an absolute Oh, disgrace. shut up. He said you, you're a disgusting member of the Wokarati <laughs> and uh, um, go woke, go broke. Get on with it is what he said. Uh, fine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Please be cleared that up. Andy, Jim and Marcus, you're all in play. Um, and I'm going to start with my left because I think Jim was hard done by last week so he gets to go first this time Um, quick game's a good game boys as you know Um, do your very best I want to see a good fair clean fight and uh, we'll crown a nice winner at the end English managers English managers to manage in the Premier League since 2010 excluding caretaker managers Note, if they were made permanent after the club were relegated, that doesn't count. They have to have been permanently in charge while the club was in the Premier League. Since 2010. 2010, Premier League, English, Jim, off you go. Nigel Pearson. Nigel Pearson is a good start. Graham Potter. Graham Potter is a lovely follow-up. I'll have Roy Hodgson. Of course you will. Lovely to hear from the Aldi bastard. (laughs) I'm going to go for Craig Shakespeare. Ooh, that is nice, nice. to hear. Ooh. Good for you. Probably too early. Well done. Alan Pardew. Oh. Hey, you come up the king. You don't miss. Sam Allardyce. Now then. <laughs> Where's me cab? <laughs> Jim? Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe. Nothing bad to say about the man other than some of the things he's done. He's in. Jason Tindall. Ooh. Oh. Jason Tindall, he says. Is this the first off-piste shout of today's Jack's Encyclopedia? Could be. It bloody is, you know. <laughs> Unfortunately, not correct. Oh, Shampoo. Shampoo. no. Jason, where's Jason Tyndall coming from? You've got so many other options. It's he he, he occupies my mind so much. That's the problem. Handsome older fella. Handsome guy. Marcus. Sean Dyche. Now you're talking. Stick to the <laughs> basics, Brassel. Get those earthworms in you. Jim Campbell. Frank Lampard. Oh, yeah. 
That's a really good suggestion, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, he's right. Mm. <laughs> Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> I knew that was <laughs> I wish I could have done them together. <laughs> yeah. That's correct. Jim? Scott Parker. Nice. Yes, that's correct. This is a good round, by the way. If mm. you're playing along at home, you're doing very well if you're still in it. Tim Sherwood. Hey. Yes. Comes from Boreham Wood. He ain't no fucking good. Tim <laughs> Sherwood. That's what he used to sing. Come on, Jim. A.D. Boothroyd. Ooh. Oh, that is a lovely one. Very, very nice. It's wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, I need one from you to win. Harry Redknapp. Of course. He's not a fucking wheeler dealer. He's a football manager. That's a point to Marcus Speller. Get in there. Oh, I thought it Solid been, start to your defence. it would have been too long ago. A few more you could have had. Nigel Adkins. Oh, yeah. Um, Stevie Bruce. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Brucey not getting a mensch. Um, Paul Clement. Um, oh, Paul Clement. Lest we forget. Ian Holloway, of course. Yeah. Brian Law, Steve McLaren, Brian McDermott, Gary Monk, Gary O'Neill, uh, Mike mm. Phelan, Chris Ramsey, Dean Smith, Neil Warnock, and your friend and mine, Chris Wilder. Uh, there we go. Point oh, to Marcus. Okay, Andy, you're up first uh, this time. Now, there's nine possible answers here. Nine possible answers. And we'll start with you. And we'll go around to Marcus. And then, of course, to Jim. Teams that have picked up points against Arsenal or Man City in the Premier League this season, but not including Man City, who, of course, beat Arsenal in the league. So to avoid confusion, Man City beating Arsenal doesn't count. So teams outside of that who have taken points off Arsenal or Man City in the league this season, and there are nine possible teams. Okay, is that clear? Yep. Uh, you're up first, Andy. Off you go, my old son. Everton. Everton is correct. They beat Arsenal and they drew against City. Brentford. Brentford have beaten City and drawn against Arsenal. Also correct. Jim. Liverpool. Drew against Arsenal and beat City. Yep. Palace. Um, Crystal Palace. Uh-huh. I'm afraid, my friend, you're out again. They no. came very close, but they have not picked up any points uh, off Man City or Arsenal. I'm so surprised. that is an incorrect answer, I'm afraid. Whoa. Um, Marcus, you're up. Newcastle United. Newcastle United, he says. I believe they got draws against both those teams. So you're right. Jim. Manchester United. Manchester United. Do you know, do you know what, in what form it took? Beaten both of them. Marcus, back to you. Nottingham Forest. They got a draw with Manchester City. So now we've got three left. Could we have a repeat of last week? Oh, Could we? Let's see. Southampton. Drew against Arsenal, right? They did. Um, Getting tough now, Marcus, isn't it? Aston Villa. I think they drew them in Man City, did they? Correct. Okay. So there's one left. If you get it, Jim, it's a point each. If you don't... Marcus gets the point and a 2 0 lead because he went before you went before uh, before you went. I'm gonna say Spurs. They got some against City. They didn't beat indeed beat City. It's a point each. It's a point there we each. Go. Well played. So two points to Marcus, one point to Jim. Andy, you're still yet to get off the mark. Um so we have a third game to play, a third category. Um members of the Everton squad. Finished fourth in the Premier League <laughs> oh. under David Moyes, David Moyes, aka the ferryman, in 04 05. There's 21 oh my players. Oh, God. Goodness. Um, 
they need to have featured in at least one Premier League game to be counted. So you can't pick someone who was kind of ostensibly part of the squad but never featured. Yes. They have to have appeared in at least one Premier League game. That's the Everton squad that finished fourth in the Premier League under David Moyes in 04-05. If you're listening to this and you're not an Everton fan, probably not much in this for you. But uh, enjoy it anyway. Marcus, you go first because you haven't gone first yet. You can bring the win home again and defend your title. Off you go. Bloody Nora. Thomas Gravison. Thomas Gravison, he says. That is a lovely start. It really is. Well done. (laughs) I haven't had to use Gary Neville at all uh, this game. You've played it in such great spirit. Jim. We go for Mikel Arteta. Straight in there. Well done. Andy, it's not easy for you. 2004-05, you were probably claiming that any team in Europe was going to beat Chelsea on their way to the Champions League final, I expect. Yeah, I mean, I was in my 50s then. <laughs> <laughs> this is the year you wrote your book, isn't it? Yeah. All or nothing. Y- y- year afterwards. Year after, okay. Um, Leighton Baines. Leighton Baines, a pretty solid bet, right? Pretty solid bet that Leighton Baines would have been playing for Everton as they got to fourth in that year, you'd say, right? Oh, for God's sake. I mean, because you've not had a great start, have you? So you, 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 you've not got any points. You've got out first every round. It is the dig. Here you're, it is. you're a European football expert. Um, yeah, European. I'm sure, I'm sure European. you'd know that, that Leighton Baines... is not European. Oh, well, he's not no, anymore. Mr. Brexit he's over here. How would he have been playing for Everton in 05 if he had signed for... He was playing for Wigan until 2007. That's what I want to know. It's confusing to me. It's some football expert thing you I don't understand. He said he was going to have you at the start of the You're show. You're out. Oh, he's his time. Stick to your webcams, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're out. Okay, uh, it's back to you, Marcus. Lee Carsley? It's a two-horse race again. Lee Ooh. Carsley. Great to be even mentioned on the show. Surely him and Gravison were centre. He's in there. Exactly. Tony Hibbert. Oh, good shout. Tony Hibbert, you say? Good shout. I mean, it's not difficult, is it? Because it's the only team he's ever played there. for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, correct. Marcus, back to you, mate. This is where it gets tricky. Because if Jim wins this point, it's yeah, two each. That's right. It's a tiebreaker. It is. The tiebreaker will no last long. Leon Osman? Leon Osman, you say? Well done. Very good. Jim, it's back to you. To stay in it. To stay in it. Tim Howard? Oh, I like that. I thought Howard, but I thought it might be too early. Well, I think it's too early. Well, we all we'll, know what you we'll, think, we'll Andy. find out. We'll yeah. find out. <laughs> Tim Howard, I'm just not I'm not gonna gild the lily. Marcus Speller wins! There we are. Mark. We've heard that enough. Um, <laughs> was Stephen Pienaar in there? Um, oh. I'll give you the list of who you could have had um shortly. Stephen Pienaar was not in there. No. Um Jim, unfortunately for you, Tim Howard did do a year on loan at Everton from Man United, but it was two seasons after. Right. So you're yeah. too early, unfortunately. So Marcus wins. Congratulations to you, Marcus. Thank you. The well other done. players you could have had, James Beattie, Marcus Bent, Tim Cahill. Oh, I thought yeah. you would have got yeah. Kevin Campbell. Mm. Um, you better start getting the results. Yeah. Duncan I Ferguson. Knew Ferg- uh, Ferguson yeah. was the last one I had. Zinedine Kilban. Yeah. Uh, Nigel Martin. Ah. James McFadden, Gary Naismith, Alessandro Pistoni, Alan Stubbs, James Vaughan, Steve Watson, David Weir, Richard Wright, and Joseph, Joseph, Joseph Yobbo. Oh. So congratulations to you, Marcus. Thank well you. done. Thank Another great much. win. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there'll be as much controversy this week, will there? Chalk it up, Jimmy to the B. Yeah. <laughs> and Jimmy to the C. Yeah. And Andy to the B. Andy to the B. Yeah. Well there done, we everyone. Great oh, game. dear. You know what? I'm in such a good mood. I think it's time to get the keys out. Out of the little pocket. Out little Why pocket. do you always struggle every week to get them out your little pocket? Well, if I struggle, I know where they are. Then Jeans are too tight, well, aren't they? Get... You still can't get them out, look. <laughs> this you ain't never getting robbed. Yeah. There we are, they're getting. 
There they are, everybody. Jimmer jangle. Get that jingle jangle. The weekend's landed. Oi, oi! Another victory for me, another victory for everybody, because as I say, it's Friday. So uh, enjoy yourselves. The gate is open and go wild, everybody. Keys straight in the bowl. Don't forget to find (laughs) us on OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much for listening to the Football Apple Preview Show sponsored by Betfair, part of the Acast Creator Network, of course. We're not on OnlyFans uh, yet, but we are on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube and Instagram at Football Ram. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. There we are. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, Andy Brassel. Thank you so. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 